Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Before I get started, I'm, I'm walking slow because you know what vertigo is? I, I was suffering from vertigo. And I've only fallen one time. And that was a few weeks ago. I was in Talladega, Alabama. And I just fell. And the audience thought it was part of the show. <laughs> I almost got a standing ovation. <laughs> and when I fell, I made a mistake by saying, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> and they thought it was a skit. They kept laughing and I was just laying there. <laughs> so if you folks on the front row, if I fall and you don't catch me, I'm going to sue you. So, but I'm all right, though. It'll be okay. There's always something. About a year ago, I couldn't hardly move because I had pulled a groin muscle. If you guys have ever had a pull groin muscle, I was so embarrassed. I pulled a groin muscle at Golden Corral. <laughs> I'm not making this up. <laughs> I was traveling with a friend of mine, another comedian, was in the Carolinas on Interstate 85. We saw a sign that said, all you can eat buffet. To me, that's the best five words in the English language. <laughs> As well as have lunch. I go to the exit ramp there on this access road. As we are approaching the entrance to Golden Corral, a church bus a women's auxiliary bus. A whole bus load of fat Christian women. <laughs> I mean, God bless them. I told Steve, I said, we better run. I 
if they get it on first, we'll be here all day. See what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's what happened. I wasn't paying attention. I was running out. And somebody had spilled either tea or water right in the foyer. And I slipped. I grabbed this railing with my left hand. My right leg kept going. <laughs> it hurt. But it didn't really hurt until I woke up the next morning <laughs> and I couldn't hardly move. So I went to an urgent care center. They did x-rays. And the doctor told me, he said, you have pulled a groin muscle. I said, are you sure? He said, well, somebody pulled it. <laughs> I said, well, it had to be me, so. The moral of the story is this. Don't make fun of people. <laughs> God will knock you down. So I'm just telling you something. <laughs> Let's not see But it's good to be with you. I'm from the state of Georgia. This is my first time in the Utah. <laughs> but I had to fly. And I bring this up because I'm one of those people, I'm afraid to fly. I just don't like to fly. I'm afraid to fly. I don't mind flying once a year just to catch up with my drinking and my praying. <laughs> There's no such thing as a safe airplane. At 30,000 feet, if something comes loose and falls off, it's pretty much over. It's not like you, you go, shh, 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 where's that noise coming from? <laughs> it could be a muffler, you know. <laughs> you know, even, even the airlines know they're not safe. That's how come they overly brag about the safety features. They seem to be especially proud of their flotation seat. <laughs> Every single flight, regardless Regardless of the destination, they will explain the flotation seat. They got a video they showed now. Where it's located, how to strap it on, how to hold on to it and float like. <laughs> and that's in case they crash in the ocean. That sounds good. But there's no ocean between Georgia and Utah. <laughs> If you want to make me happy, show me a seat that's going to bounce out of a cornfield. <laughs> and this, I'm telling you the truth. I just, uh, I'm going to tell you the real story of when I first realized how dangerous air travel can be. Not necessarily is, but can be. And this was decades ago. You know, if you've ever been to like around the Bahamas, or the Caribbean islands. They have these planes that take the visitors and the tourists, 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 <laughs> from like one island to the next. It's a quick trip, like a 20 minute flight. By the time the plane gets to the proper attitude, it's time to start the descent. They call this island hopping, okay? Really, it only holds about 18 to 20 people. Sometimes it's got one or two propellers. 
But the point is, they have to know the weight of everything on board the aircraft before the plane can take off. And I had never been through that before. And the guy comes up to me, he's got a clipboard in his hand. He says, sir, how much do you weigh? I said, why do you need to know? He says, so we'll know how much fuel to put in. I said, fill it up. I weigh 500 pounds, fill it up. Wouldn't you hate to die in a plane crash because some fat woman lied about her work? And they'll do it too. Well, I'd just soon be dead as hell him how fast I am. And I have friends who are in the same business I'm in. For years, they have made fun of me because while I'm on the interstate doing an airplane, and I keep telling them, I say, look, just watch the news. There's always something, you know. Remember a few years ago, the plane that crashed into the Hudson River up in New York. They made a movie about that. We all know why I brought that plane down. Birds. <laughs> I pause so you folks could think about this. I will repeat this. Birds. <laughs> a jumbo jet, an airplane, an airplane, an airplane, not a kite, not a balloon, an airplane. Knocked out of the sky by some birds, it was birds. Not a deer. <laughs> birds. And this is an actual quote from the pilot. The pilot's name was Captain Sully. This is an actual quote. The moment I saw the birds coming, I knew there could be trouble. <laughs> The last time a bird hit my car, <laughs> who do you think went down? <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> Almost every week of my life, I pull out of my driveway, headed out on some trip. Not once 
as any member of my family falling to the front door going, be careful now, there's birds out there. <laughs> And get this, the very moment your friends find out you're afraid to fly, here's what they'll say to you. Is if we never heard you before, they'll go, you know more people die in car wrecks than they do plane crashes, you know. So. <laughs> That's the way I want to go. <laughs> car wreck. We don't have heart attacks in my family. We just cross the median. <laughs> Usually on the weekend. <laughs> just out drinking. <laughs> you know, people who say that though, they're always they make those comments because they think they're smarter than us. They're usually, think they're intellectuals. I'll give you my definition of an intellectual. There are these people who pretend to believe that there's life on other planets, <coughs> knowing full well ain't nobody else out there. It's just us. If there was life on other planets, we'd have sent them some foreign aid by now. <laughs> some folks believe in UFOs. I just don't believe in UFOs. It's common sense to me. We've been tracking them since 1947. Not once have these super intelligent aliens ever been sighted around Orlando. They don't land around Times Square in New York City. Evidently, these super intelligent aliens, after traveling millions of miles to get here, have no interest in seeing Disney World <laughs> or Broadway play. <laughs> no. They make this long trip every time just so they can land next to a hog pen in Arkansas. And then we end up with some news reporter <laughs> interviewing a pig farmer. <laughs> Got the IQ of a sweet potato. <laughs> yeah, I seen it. I was outside there, <laughs> watching my boy put his car up on blocks. <laughs> it wasn't broke down, he just lights it up on blocks. <laughs> and all of a sudden I looked up and saw that UFO. <laughs> I noticed that the closer it got, the bigger it got.
Yeah, lady right over there. See where that grass is mashed down? Well, that ain't it. That's right there. That's where my wife fell. Oh, she's a big one. I'll tell you how big she is. Anytime she goes out early in the morning, she can't wear nothing yellow. School kids might jump out. more thing about intellectuals. It's, you know, well, more so than the rest of us. We all could be somewhat concerned. They're just overly concerned, overly concerned about this thing called climate change or global warming. Let me tell you folks about global warming, especially you young folks out there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> And I'll tell you why. Just trust me on this. For as long as I have been alive, it's been hot in the summer. <laughs> now this right here is almost unbelievable. Some summers have been hotter than others. You know what it is? It's just weather. <laughs> There's so many things in this world that we should worry about, but we worry about things we should not worry about, and the weather is one of them. You know. Let me give you an example. And I didn't see this on the TV news. This was in the USA Today just a couple of days ago. All right. We all know that usually August is the hottest month of the year. And they're predicting that this coming August, for the month of August, it's going to be about two degrees hotter than the previous August. <laughs> well, let's take a minute and think about that. <laughs> Here's what we should ask ourselves. Why is that even in the news? <laughs> Think about that. Here's all they're saying. They don't mean tomorrow, next week, next weekend, but seven months from now. <laughs> seven months from now, it might be two degrees hotter than it was five months ago. <laughs> What's gone is gone. And between now and August, we all might get hit by a big old truck. 
also those folks, they're the ones that uh, are just too overly concerned about the... Uh Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. All the endangered species thing. I got the courage to say this. I got a theory that not one single person really cares about the long-tailed kangaroo rat. <laughs> and they shouldn't. It's a rat. It's a damn rat. <laughs> Do you realize in the past 40 years, the American taxpayer has spent tens of millions of dollars trying to save that rat. It's a rat. It's a rat. See, we pretend we care about it. We don't even know what it looks like. If that rat walked across this stage right now, not one person would go, be careful, that could be a special rat. But when you all, but when you leave tonight, you would tell everybody. <laughs> They'll go back over there. There's rats everywhere. <laughs> it's a rat. It's a rat. My niece is involved in that. We kind of, I tease her a lot, but they say the same thing. Well, there's not many of those rats left. Good. I hope it does. It's a rat. For me to worry about endangered species, you would have to convince me that we're almost out of chickens. See, I love fried chicken, by the way. I'm particularly partial to Popeye's chicken. You know what I think is in danger in this country? Chicken legs. Here's what I mean. This may have happened to you. I go into Popeye's. I want a three-piece snack. I want a chicken breast and two drumsticks. And the young lady says, 
I'm sorry, sir. We're out of drumsticks right now. Well, I'm not like most people. I don't go, well, okay. <laughs> I want somebody to explain that to me. I said, go get the manager. I know he's out there mopping, but go get him. <laughs> you are in the chicken business. You have a neon sign on the window that says chicken. You have billboards along the interstate system advertising chicken. You spend multi-millions of dollars on network television advertising chicken. What happened to the drumsticks? <laughs> When those chicken breasts come driving through, what were they riding on? <laughs> Are these handicapped chickens? <laughs> See, that's what I'm worried about. I don't eat spotted owl. Emphasize all that. I just love to eat. <laughs> it worries me what's going on in our country. See, over the past 20, 25 years, the American people have gone completely wacko <laughs> over that four-letter F word, food. <laughs> it's become so dangerous, you know what I mean? I think it's a, it's a generational thing, for example, you know. I work and travel with a lot of these young guys that are one to two generations behind. And I'm very concerned about some of the young guys. I mean, they're weird. <laughs> they don't smoke. A lot of them don't even drink. Ain't that odd? <laughs> it's like working with little girls, really. We always say at the same hotel, they'll call my hotel room and they'll go, we're going out running, you want to go? I'm like, do what? We're going to run, you going? No, I ain't going. Now, tell you what, if you happen to jog by a Krispy Kreme, you can... You can bring me something back. You know? <laughs> and later on that evening, we'll go out to some restaurant for either lunch or supper. And I'm embarrassed to be with them. I wouldn't be embarrassed now if these were little girls or old ladies. <laughs> but these are grown American men. And this happened just not too, oh, about a couple years ago, I was doing a series of shows in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> And they had me working with a 25-year-old comedian. Now, 25 is younger than me. <laughs> but 25 is a grown man. Well, it used to be. <laughs> so, so he said to me, he said, are you going out to eat after the show tonight? I said, I always do. He said, can I go with you? I said, sure. So anytime I'm in Nashville, or any other city, really, 
if possible, I go to a TA truck stop. It's a truck stop. Okay. It's important now that you envision the scenario of where we were. It was after midnight. We were at a truck stop. <laughs> Not a five-star French restaurant. A truck stop. <laughs> There's real men in there. <laughs> There's three acres of 18-wheelers parked outside. <laughs> it's a truck stop. <laughs> we come in, we sit down. Two comedians, surrounded by truckers. Waitress comes over. Big woman. Not a lot of teeth. Mustard everywhere. <laughs> Old mustard. <laughs> it was crunchy. <laughs> All this young guy wanted was a salad. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But he asked this truck stop waitress, did she know whether or not any of those salad ingredients had ever been exposed to any type of pesticides. <laughs> she said, well, we spray for roaches every now and then. <laughs> I don't think none got on the lettuce. <laughs> now, hold on, this gets worse. Remember now, she's talking to a man. What kind of dressing you want? He said, raspberry vinaigrette. <laughs> she looked at me. She said, you know what he's talking about? A few minutes later, she put the food in front of him. He looked at it. He goes, oops. What grown man says oops? <laughs> I didn't know it come with cheese on it. I can't eat that. I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> she said, honey, that's not lactose cheese. That's cheddar cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and while those young guys are going through all that, I'm sitting there with chicken fried steak, extra gravy, mashed potatoes, extra gravy. I was a grown man before I realized that gravy was not a beverage. <laughs> Cornbread, lots of butter. Now, when I say butter, I eat real butter. Very few people, especially under the age of 25, has, they've never had real butter in their whole life. Here's how you know it's real butter. There's just two words on the carton. It simply says, salted butter. 
<laughs> I encourage people to please, 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 before you time on earth expires, please enjoy some real butter. <laughs> I even say this, if there's children in the audience, get yourself some real butter. <laughs> Shoplift it if you have to. <laughs> it's worth the risk. It didn't kill your grandchildren. It didn't even hurt the pilgrims. It's just butter. And stay away from that effeminate, limp-wristed butter that we all have in our refrigerators today. And you know what I'm talking about. We got names like Heart Healthy, Healthy Choice, Smart Balance. I can't believe it's not butter, butter. They also have, I can't believe it's not butter, butter spray. <laughs> it's a butter mist. <laughs> you can trust me on this. If your daughter is dating a guy who sprays his butter, <laughs> there gonna be no grandkids. And I wouldn't make fun of these people if they would leave the rest of us alone. <laughs> but the ones I described to you, they're the ones who will make fun of my food. They will point at my food. They go, do you know what that greasy food's gonna do to you? I'm like, yeah, fill me up. <laughs> I have to eat that way. I need to maintain my strength <laughs> because I'm usually one of the pallbearers when my healthy friends drop dead working out. <laughs> and you know, that does happen. Sometimes you'll sit, you'll sit on the news where some guy dropped dead jogging. He dropped dead jogging. <laughs> Serves him right. And I'll tell you, uh, some other people I'm not too crazy about. Vegetarians. <laughs> Nobody likes them. You know why? Because they think they're so special. 
You'd be around, when you first meet them, within the first five or 10 minutes, this is the first thing they want you to know about themselves. It's like, now here's something you need to know. I don't eat meat. And I'm like, well, bless your heart. I'll pray for you. But I don't have time to talk about it right now. I'm on my way to Burger King. And besides all that, I don't, I don't think there's any such thing as a true, true vegetarian. I think they kind of sneak around. That's my suspicion. <laughs> Let me give you an example. The subdivision I live in is just nine houses in my subdivision, okay? And we got a new neighbors, they moved in about, oh, about six months ago across the street. Okay, and they invited everybody over there. And supposedly, the husband and wife, they're both vegetarians. They seem to be like around 40 years of age, all right? They're vegetarians, supposedly. But I opened the refrigerator door just to get a, you know, something to drink. And I saw that they had a uh, bottle of mustard. <laughs> There's a vegetarian meat. What do they need with mustard? <laughs> and I was kind of sneaking around. And hidden behind the carton of almond milk <laughs> was a pack of weenies. <laughs> this is not necessarily funny. I just thought I'd share it with you. <laughs> We all feel better and be happier if we just quit using the word disease so much. The word disease makes us think that we're sicker than we really are. Previous generations of Americans had heartburn. They take a nickel's worth of Alka-Seltzer and keep on moving. <laughs> Not us. We're all victims now. <laughs> of acid reflux disease. <laughs> I can't come to work today, I'm burping. <laughs> but we've all got something. It's what I call the, it's the alphabet disease. We've all got something, either AAD, AAHD. COPD, COPS, RA, RLS, PAD, ED. Of course, I think most of it's just BS. It won't worth that. What got me on this soap boss a few years ago? I guess cause it hit so close to home. You know, this is, this is official. They have officially 
categorized obesity as a disease. Obesity is a disease. Fat people can't help it. <laughs> it's just like polio. <laughs> Maybe someday they'll find the cure. Nobody in this room really believes that obesity is a disease. I mean, where do you folks think I caught this? <laughs> Got too close to a fat person. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> they sneezed. Hey, don't misunderstand now. I never, never, never make fun of anyone for being overweight. That's part of my heritage. <laughs> I just poke fun of the mannerisms, the habits, the way they talk. And we've all known these people, you know, like an aunt or a cousin. You know, the one that stood like four foot eight, but topped out at 385. <laughs> He should go like a... Holy. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. I don't know why in the world my feet hurt like they do. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'll take a stab at it. But God bless those people. I had an aunt. She was to be 88. She was to be 88 years. Big, big woman. You know, big woman. And she would talk like this. She would go. I don't know why I'm always. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So out of breath. <laughs> and I would say, because... <laughs> Most things your size has an engine. <laughs> it's, just, it's just food. So as I always said, here's what's going to happen to all those folks who lecture the rest of us. I had a vision about this. I would say dream, but I wasn't asleep at the time. It was a vision. One of these days, they will be leaving the GNC store with a little sack of supplements. And as they step off the curb across the street, they're going to get run over by a little Debbie snack cake truck. <laughs> thank you very much. I enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. 
love what you heard today, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode with friends and family and let's spread the laughter. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on today's guests and special offers just for our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon with even more laughs. Join the fucking funny community today.